Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This week's podcast is sponsored by GHD, which is the hair styling brand we all rely on for bouncy textured waves. Astrid, you were lucky enough recently to meet celebrity hairstylist and GHD global brand ambassador Adam Reed, and he gave you a serious hair tutorial. I did. He showed me how to get those natural kind of undone lived in waves that everyone wants that kind of like Parisian cool girl look dream and he used the new curve wand he did it's basically like the rolls royce of hair tools it contains ultra zone technology which guarantees the right curling temperature for your hair basically adapts to whatever kind of hair you have which is pretty amazing and it also has the ceramic coating which gives you that kind of smoother really glossy effect my favorite thing about it is that it has a sleep mode which means it turns itself off after 30 minutes and for people who are as paranoid as me and always have to go back and check if their straighteners are off that is basically the dream exactly it's super easy to use yourself adam showed me how to use it and then i actually finished off my hair myself and i was pretty impressed with it it costs 120 pounds which i think is pretty fair in the market these days and think about how much that's going to save you on a blow dry yes so true i actually might even trade in my beloved straighteners for one On the subject of beauty, the Sheerlux team are all obsessed with our other podcast sponsor, Secret Spa. They came here to get our nails in tip-top shape for the Christmas party, and we can't recommend them for a night out more. Plus, they're offering all our listeners £10 off every booking with the code Sheerlux. So thank you, Secret Spa. Welcome to the Sherlock Highlights podcast with me, Charlotte Collins. This week, I'm joined by Astrid Carter, Heather Steele, and Pascal Day. And this is my last podcast of 2018. Oh, oh no, I was more like, woohoo! <laughs> I'm out of here. So let's make it a good one. How's everyone doing? Good, thank you. Good. Yeah, right. <laughs> good weekends? It was really good. I did my annual friend Christmas on Saturday. Friendsmas? Friendsmas, oh. yeah. And yeah, it was really nice. It's always, it gets more chilled every year. Like, we put up a jar on festive themed pajamas earlier and earlier each year and uh, yeah it was good I um, made my first Christmas dinner of the year nice my friend Chloe and there we swapped did secret Santa presents and there's this game that everyone needs to get for Christmas it's so embarrassing it's like twerk ping pong so you basically have this cardboard box that's got like a hole in and I think you have five ping pong balls in and then you basically have to tie it around your waist and two people go at once and you have to twerk until all your balls have come out the Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> I was love awful. that. Is it on like Amazon? Uh, yeah, I'm sure it was. Yeah, I yeah. reckon it's probably like a tenner or something. Yeah. I think I've seen it before, but yeah, my friend who was hosting oh, bought it fun. and it was very funny, like very embarrassing, but and very funny. Any good secret Santa gifts exchanged? Yeah, some really good ones. We have a £20 budget, so you can usually get yeah. some pretty good things. Ten, we have 10 in the office, don't we? And that's really hard. It can be. Yeah. Yeah. I swear whoever had me, because I got a nice bottle of Campari, definitely would have gone over the £10. Oh limit. yeah, I got like a 25 pounds yeah. gift which do you guys not know who your secret Santa was no I do I was Cressida thanks Cress Ooh. I love it it was a great gift 
I haven't heard anything from the person that I gave a secret Santa present to and I tried really hard. I spent £10 on bows. <laughs> well, that's what you got. Maybe that's what you haven't is that all anything. Got? Is it just bows? And then what was box? it? Was it a shit gift? I got a bottle of Prosecco. That was like £6 and then I just covered it in like £10 worth of bows. Wait, you can't look up? Because secret Santa works. It's not like I'll buy this like for six quid and then make up the rest of the money with, with decoration. <laughs> yeah. What did you get? I got a really good game off Ali which will be perfect for Christmas. It was what? Like a dinner party? Kind of, yeah. It's like a bit like charades. Yeah, so I think there's like a music round, sports round, That's all fun, the classic yeah. stuff. Games are always a good present, I think. Yeah, yeah. quite a safe territory, mm-hmm. particularly mm-hmm. this time of year. Asha, how was your weekend? It was good, thank you. I went to Padella on Friday. Oh, Joe was oh, amazing. Oh, I really want to go there. Oh, my it's God. the best. It's literally the best pasta in London. Yeah. Did you queue? So I hate going to those no mm. reservation places. Yeah, and I find too. that they're really like arsy on the door a lot of the time. Oh, yeah. mm. Like very strict about Barafina it. Barafina are the only people who do it extremely well. They give you a drink. Of, yeah, you yeah. get a drink and they bring nice. nibbles the over does that as well. well exactly. Nice, yeah. But Padella, all the staff are super nice and they don't make you wait. They don't care if like your whole party's not in the queue. So you just put your name down, then they give you a call. So we just went for a few drinks around the corner. We did have to wait two hours, yeah. but it's like definitely oh, at least worth you don't it. Have to, like, wait there. Yeah. And oh my god, it's just so cheap and so yeah. delicious. Like we had starters, two bottles of wine, there was four of us, and six sharing pastas because they're quite small plates mm. and it came to like less than 50 quid per couple yeah mm. that's that really good, good. Yeah. Yeah. Really it's so good and, and the then, actual pasta's amazing oh it's yeah. just amazing so the sage and butter ravioli yes. oh, literally oh, to die for and then also on the food theme on Saturday I went to a new restaurant called Monsieur Le Duck oh was it good oh, I saw yeah. Instagram about loads of different duck dishes obviously they just do duck do they they really just <laughs> do literally duck literally just do duck it's yeah. like inspired by that southwest of France cuisine so we had like the confit this amazing char grilled duck and a duck burger which I thought sounded quite disgusting but was actually amazing had like prune and cornichon mayonnaise oh, nice. like through it mm. it was insane it's in Spitzfields on Brushfield Street. If you don't like duck, obviously don't go. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, it was good. I don't like roast duck. I only like duck if it's like pulled texture, you know? Mm. Well, there's something for everyone. That. Yeah, great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Has anyone watched anything good? On Friday when I got in from work, I was still like tired from Wednesday. So yeah, I Wednesday being the Christmas party. The Christmas party. <laughs> yeah, I watched five episodes of Killing Eve because I hadn't seen any oh, and yeah, ate yeah. a pizza and had a bloody great time. Oh, I had a pizza <laughs> tonight as well. Yeah, yeah that was pizza good. Pizza and so good. But I did really enjoy it because yeah, I kept meaning to watch it and just haven't quite got around to it. It's good, so, isn't it? Yeah, I'm a fan. Has anyone else watched anything good? Okay, so this isn't very highbrow, but I watched the I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here final last night. Did you? Yeah, I love it. I don't care. You guys have Strictly. I have okay. I'm Celebrity. Mm-hmm. Okay, That's I mean, I'm Strictly was more highbrow, but sure. <laughs> yeah, surely they learn a skill. I'm a celeb. They just sit and eat animal intestines and testicles. Anyway, <laughs> um, Harry Redknapp came first and Emily Attack came second who you might know from the Inbetweeners etc and she's always been kind of like portrayed as this like girl next door but yeah. like big slightly big, negative yeah, connotation yeah, slightly negative connotation yeah. kind of thing anyway she's the most lovely down to earth kind of doesn't care about taking the mick out of herself kind of girl and when they did her interview at the end she got quite emotional and she was like I can't believe I'd never thought I'd be able to be on TV without makeup, without fake tan, which I know sounds really silly, but actually for so many girls, it's a massive thing. Mm. 
And I just love the fact that she kind of put herself out there. And Heather was saying earlier that loads of guys on Twitter have been like saying things like, oh, this is why you can never trust women and putting like two pictures, like a before and after yeah, picture, up for, which is just so yeah, ridiculous. Oh, come on. No, she's, we were saying she still looked really good, but she just looked different. And <laughs> we were kind of laughing like, that is makeup. Yeah. Like, do you not understand <laughs> the concept of makeup? <laughs> it's someone, to make you look a bit different. At like a premiere with a smoky eye, do they think that that's not makeup? <laughs> <laughs> Are they like, oh my god? I thought that was your eye. <laughs> but anyway, I think she's really cool, and I think she's probably we haven't seen her around for a while, but she's probably because of that, and she's kind of won over the nation's hearts lately. Um, she's got quite a lot coming yeah. her way, I think. Mm. I always think that, like, even on Strictly, when they're in the rehearsal rooms and they've got no makeup on and they're yeah. looking quite shit, like, I kind of respect even them for that. Like, yeah. if you're a newsreader or a TV presenter or you're an actress, you're used to being kind of glammed up mm-hmm. to be on television and there's a really big difference as we all know from our like small experiences and being on camera you only want to portray the best version of yourself because even if you're not worried about what other people think it's not nice looking at yourself thinking god I look shit or (laughs) I look exhausted or I look fat whatever it is so I can only imagine you know that's so heightened and I respect even them for going on TV Mm -hmm. looking like that let alone I'm a celeb where they're like sweating their asses off and they literally get nothing I thought maybe, like, there was a few hidden kind of snacks and stuff. Yeah. But Harry Redknapp is, like, the most honest. He's, like, really old school, like, yeah. honest man. And in his interview, like, you know there was no bullshit. Yeah. And he was like, I've never watched this programme in my life. <laughs> I literally thought we'd be, you know, having dinner properly. Yeah. They'd, like, cut and we'd go have dinner. But they got nothing. There's they no all, way. They yeah. all lost so they much weight. They always do, do don't they? They all yeah. lose so much weight. There's no way that they're being secretly fed yeah, because yeah. it's scary. God, I mean, that's incentive enough to go on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'd, You'd be doing diet. the shower thing at the end. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, look at me. <laughs> yeah, that's quite a good idea. I'm a celeb if you're interested. <laughs> Pre-wedding diet. <laughs> okay, let's move on from TV. London is notoriously expensive for a mini break, but did you know that a staycation in the capital doesn't have to come with a mega price tag? The newest breed of London hotels offers modern design must visit restaurants and stylish social spaces all for under £200 a night so Heather I assume you wrote this I did uh, about the 12 best that won't break the bank so on this list were everything from the Ace in Shoreditch to the Hoxton and Hoban. Any here that your personal favourites? I do really like the Pilgrim Hotel in Paddington. Mm-hmm. It's right by this station, so it is quite good for anyone who's coming in from that side of the country. But also, the thing with this one and the South Place Hotel and quite a few of those other hotels in traditionally sort of worker areas, so the city, is actually, they're the ones that are really expensive during the week. But actually, when it comes to Friday and Saturdays, yes. they drop the prices rather than doing it the other mm-hmm. way around because Such obviously all the uh, businessmen are moving out so, so actually you can get a much nicer hotel in the city at the weekend than you would almost anywhere else in London that's a really good tip and the Pilgrim's the same because it's obviously right by Paddington Station and they're all really nice hotels that actually would probably be more kind of 300 to 400 during the week mm-hmm. but actually they're a lot cheaper on Friday and Saturday and that's the same of like I don't know if they're under 200 so they probably wouldn't mm. qualify for this list but the Ned yeah. I guess isn't that exactly that's yeah. on the weekend also the Curtain and Shoreditch, which is Precisely. so cool. Yeah, not long ago. Yeah, they're not under two hundred. But if you want to stay in those kind of places, actually, don't be afraid to look if you're staying in the weekend, because the chances are they will actually be a lot cheaper, and you can get somewhere a lot more high end for less money. Obviously, don't head to Leicester Square in the West End. You know, try and be <laughs> as, as central as possible. Yeah. Which I know 
lots of people I know from back at home just automatically for them Covent Garden yeah. is like the epicenter of everything in London so to be central you kind of have to be in that area whereas actually it's so easy to get around London just kind of look around the peripheries a yes. bit more and personally I'd much rather stay in a really nice hotel that's a little bit further away than somewhere crap but nice and central completely agree ever been tempted to take a staycation even if you live in London I think there's just something so like lovely it's such a treat to stay in a hotel in the city you live in kind of be a tourist for the night I have a lot of friends who come over to London from back home in Jersey and because they've done London so many times they've done the Covent Garden the Leicester Square blah 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 Mm -hmm. they're like done with it and now they're always asking me about places in Shoreditch or Notting Hill. Some of my favourites on here are the artist residence. I've never actually stayed there, but the bar and the restaurant are gorgeous. And that's and, in Pimlico, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, and we shot a big campaign with Elizabeth Arden there, and I've, so I've seen the rooms firsthand, and they are stunning. The Lazla in Notting Hill is a really cute little hotel. And again, like, who wouldn't want to stroll down, like, Notting Hill on a Saturday rather yeah, than yeah. Oxford Street? Yeah, of course. So, yeah, I think the way travel is changing is amazing. Amazing. People are looking for more design-led, cooler, kind of more unique places with character, mm-hmm. but for a good price. So. so true. We did it for my birthday last year, and Ben was quite anti doing it. Like, literally, was like, we live 20 minutes from yeah. Wednesday. This is such a waste <laughs> of time and energy. But we checked in on a Saturday afternoon, and, I mean, we were so lazy, but just, like, sat in dressing gowns and drank champagne. And, like, mm. I can't even tell you. We came away just feeling like we had the best weekend. That's really nice. It's so nice. It just feels like an escape. Yeah. But there's something so luxurious about not having to travel. Like, yeah. the downside to taking a mini break is the flying or mm-hmm. the long train yeah. or whatever. So... This was just so easy and you could go on like the Saturday morning as opposed to the Friday night because yeah. you didn't care about making the most of your weekend and yeah, yeah completely converted him. Nice. My favourite on this list is, well you've got the Zeta in Clerkenwell but actually the Zeta yeah. in Maryboat. Oh, it's t- um, the yeah, townhouse is lovely. Oh my god, yeah. I absolutely love it there. That is my hidden gem it's um, gorgeous. for drinks. That bar is just so cosy, yeah. particularly in winter. Yeah. I have <laughs> one other tip that's not on this list. I think you can get it just under 200 sometimes but it's the Napoleon in, it's kind of between kind of Liverpool Street and Moorgate it's London's smallest hotel it's literally one room on the top floor so top floor is the Napoleon suite and it's really cool it's kind of like really 70s style and the floor down is a bar called the Devil's Darling which is I mean you feel like you're in a a film or something then on the ground floor there is a sherry bar which looks like you've literally just stumbled across somewhere in Spain and then in the basement channel I was telling you last week um, there's Black Rock which is a hip hop and whiskey bar which is epic absolutely love it so yeah stay at the top and make your way down to the bars that's what a crash yeah top. that sounds amazing cool does it get really booked up they're actually refurbishing it at the moment because i just recommended it to a friend who was here this weekend just gone and she booked in she was so excited about it and then they sent her an email saying we're refurbing we're really sorry Aww. but they okay. very nicely said please pop in and we'll give you some free drinks oh that's really nice every bar yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you'll work your way around well if you are not excited for Christmas which is just less than two weeks away then you might want to switch off because we're going to talk quite a lot about Christmas now first up the most expensive Christmas gifts in the world we run this piece every year there's always that proverbial question what to get the girl who has everything but actually if that's not hypothetical and you do have billions to spend or even mere tens of thousands then we've compiled all the best gifts to get for that special someone they include things like a Birkin handbag 
antiques, the Netta Porter 70 grand ultimate party wardrobe package, and some great interiors pieces as well. Money was no object. What would be on your Christmas wish list? Claudia Winkleman yesterday in her style column was speaking about one of these, which is a £10,000 voucher for Netta Porter where you get a pair of shoes each month. Subscription you get, yeah, mm. I mean, I was like, that sounds great. Yeah. I'd be up for that. That'd be mm. a very nice present. Yeah, I think so too. Astrid? I would probably go for more of an experience over an actual gift. Just an absolutely, like, epic holiday. Where would you go? I mean, there's so many places I'd love to go to, but, like, maybe a really luxury American road trip. Cool. Ooh, that'd be nice. Yeah, that's a good one. Pascal? Yeah, I think I'm the same. I'd get an experience, I think. Or maybe I'd ask for that really expensive jewellery and then I'd just eBay the shit out of it. <laughs> <laughs> the necklace in this piece is a 35.31 carat yellow diamond, which is the rarest kind of diamond. It's surrounded by 47 carats of multi-shaped diamond. So yeah, it's worth 2.1 million. So just so much on this list is just like, what would I use it for? Like get a handbag and I'll just ruin it. I'll just put like my makeup in it and then my makeup will spill in it. Like (laughs) it's just, I'm not not materialistic because I definitely am. But so much of this stuff, I'm just like, oh, it's just stupid. Yeah, okay. I think that's fair because there's a difference between being materialistic and thinking that there's like a ridiculous price to pay for something. Yeah. Yeah. Who gives a shit about getting like loads and loads of tea and it costs like 10,000? Oh, no, I (laughs) I'm really into that Harris hamper that costs five grand. This is unbelievable. There's like 40 variations of tea and coffee coffee included. But there's like 10 different champagne vintages and... No one likes truffles though. No, that's just not true. They get stuck in your teeth. That's really just not true. Are you talking about chocolate truffles or truffles? Both. Everyone Everyone likes both. both. Uh, I don't like the (laughs) mushroom variety. No, no, no. Oh my God, they're like... You don't like truffles. I hate mushrooms and truffles. No, 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 no. But truffles is a mushroom because I know it tastes like it. It's still the smell. Well, Even the, the smell of it. Like if it. I could smell it in a restaurant, no. I'm like, I want to leave. Everyone's like, truffle oil? No. You guys no, are no, so no. weird. I would That's literally so eat weird. truffle oil on cereal. It is like eating money, but yeah. like <laughs> I'm delicious I'm all for everyone money. enjoying yeah. it. I know it's some would say needless but no I, I can imagine why it would elevate a dish but for me new no. wow well, I'm like shocked it. me too fascinating it's good I've got, I've got cheap taste I was going to get you cheap date I was going to get you that hamper as well oh, <laughs> I want a coat I want like a fuck off coat amazing yeah like a 10 grand coat it would have to be very eye catching for it to be 10,000 pounds no like, that's it not true like, it would just yeah, yeah it would just feel amazing no. some cashmere some shearling have to have like fireworks in it or something <laughs> oh, like just made of pure gold <laughs> okay well we clearly have different tastes but that's fine <laughs> that's fine you enjoy there's a reason day. why you're the fashion person <laughs> <and I'm not. laughs> you enjoy your holiday and i'll enjoy my coach <laughs> ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us we brought in a reverse auctioneer which is apparently a thing Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. 
Okay, let's talk about Christmas decorations. Everyone knows the best way to get in a festive spirit oh, is to deck the halls with boughs of holly. How nice. Or just to put up the Christmas tree. But before you get started, there is an etiquette to follow when it comes to decorating during the festive season. We wrote all about exactly when you should be decking your halls and putting up your tree. An etiquette expert <laughs> claims putting up your tree from December the 17th onward is correct. And that goes back to the Church of England. Have you guys got a tree yet? I was going to get one yesterday afternoon, but then I got back from my friends a bit late and so there wasn't anywhere to get one. Mm. But that was my plan. And now I'm like, well, if I do it this coming weekend, I'm leaving like a week later. Mm. So I'm not really sure. Well, you go for a real one? Yeah. I don't have space to like sort of keep a a fake one. That's the problem with a fake one. You then have to store it the rest of the year. Yeah. And I do quite like, and also I need quite a small one. So I'm quite up for getting one. But now I'm trying to work out exactly when that can happen. That's a tough one. Actually, Mm. Yeah, got it this weekend. Oh. Gonna decorate it tonight. Oh, fun! Yeah. Monday night treat. That is nice. so nice. Um, some people have their Christmas trees up in November, which is just outrageous. That would be me. Yeah. yeah, even first of December. I think it's too early. No, no, come on. December is like okay. Now it's Christmas. I agree, but I think you get bored of it then. I think it's nice to have it for a shorter period of time. Well, I find that interesting because obviously in this piece as well, we've got the etiquette for when to take your tree down, and that's obviously twelfth night, fifth of Jan. To me, that is like a very long. T- I don't want to think about Christmas late. from Boxing yeah, Day. Yeah, mine. Like, oh yeah. no. I always take it down just like the day before Twelfth Night or Twelfth Night. Yeah, but that's a really long time to like live with like the memory of Christmas. Yeah, it feels sad. It just feels sad. sad. I agree. That's why you shouldn't get your tree in November because it's going to look pretty sad. It will look very no, but red True, true. Like (laughs) if you got a real one, yeah. But it's more just first of Jan. It's supposed to be like New Year, New Year. Mm -hmm. Like Christmas is so long gone. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned. I think yeah, I've taken mine down on the second usually. Just got like it up at New Year, and then on New Year's Day, I'm too Mm. hungover to deal with. That. Yeah. So it'd be like, yeah, probably the, the second. <laughs> Pascal, you got a tree? No, I don't have anything. Our flat's too small to put a tree in. Get a little tiny one? Oh, we don't have anywhere to store it. But you could literally get one like the size you of like, two small What's that florist company that puts it through a letter box? I mean, why put them through a letter box? Are they the ones so that. They do these little tree. mini trees. Oh, yeah. Real, like yeah. ferns, but it comes like laid out and, you and then you like, the they must have a oh, stand or something nice. in it. But they're so cute and it comes with little baubles and stuff. Oh, that's one of those. That's so sweet. Yeah, that does sound good, actually. What about it other does feel really sad. No, we don't Nothing. have anything. Because you could definitely string some fairy lights or something. We went out yesterday and I was like, I'm going to buy a bit of tinsel. And I was like, that's even sadder. Yeah. Than <laughs> yeah. Just one <laughs> lonely <laughs> doorway. <laughs> that is even sadder. Um, yeah, no, I just don't do it. What about wreath? No. No, I've had too many stories on Instagram this weekend about people I know people getting, stealing getting them. Yeah, people I steal really, them. Yeah, I kept seeing that as well. So horrible. Yeah. Mine would get nicked and it's a communal front door and I'd probably get told off by someone in the building yeah. for putting it up. So I made one last year as part of a work thing like dragged it all the way back to Brighton and then was like actually there's nowhere to put this I left it outside my front door knowing someone and like within seconds a woman walked past and took it no in a good way I wanted someone to take it everyone does that in Brighton they just put like loads of really nice Le Creuset like near the bins like I don't want this anymore essentially but they do it with nice stuff and people just kind of take it so yeah a woman went off with her bike with my wreath oh 
good. So someone had it. I live in a community building and there's only three of us, but the other two both have like little kids and they hang their little kids' shitty decorations oh. on the front door. <laughs> so every time I come home, I have to look and, they, and some have been hanging there since last Halloween. Oh. Like, they don't take them down. And now, and now I've noticed the other ones, they've only just had a baby and now they've hung it like something else. For, I guess it, the baby didn't make the artwork, yeah. but it's like an angel or something, I guess now because they made of a baby. Foot or something. It's just like, I live here too and I have to walk past their homes. <laughs> they don't see my front door because I like go in and up staircase. Yeah. So like, I have to live with their monstrous children's <laughs> but I just think some chic Christmas decorations would be fine, but like, you know, cotton wool Santas and stuff on the front door is not what I want my guests to walk into my home to. That's what my sister does. Like, she's got all my mum's old decorations and then I made this snowman when I was like five and it is shit to be fair, <laughs> but she just embarrasses me every year by putting it out. She's like, got your shit Ooh. Santa out. And I'm like, got shit snowman. I'm like, oh. I quite oh, like that. Yeah, I think that's sweet. Yeah. I don't I think it's out of kindness though <laughs> wow humiliation how talented you were what about when it comes to decorating your tree actually you're quite a traditionalist you kind of have the same things that you hang up every year or do you like to yeah I like collecting work? different decorations every year I like everything to be different loads of different colours basically like a tin of quality street just threw up all over the tree mm. um, which I know really upsets a lot of people who just like their golden red and I don't know, I like that. Yeah, no, say mine's exactly the same. It's just random stuff I've accrued during my lifetime, some old stuff of my grandparents when they died. Like, right, you can have these, you can have these. And I've got quite a few from my America trip as well, like wine bottles and San Francisco's Golden Gate Bridge. Or like, yeah, little decorations you can get. I tend to like try and get those if I go anywhere. So yeah, I quite like doing that. It does mean when you look at it, it's a very random collection. There's no theme, there's no colour scheme, but I quite like it. Mm -hmm. Oh no, it looks so like I prefer it. it. It yeah. does it very Christmassy. I went yeah. to Claridge's on Friday night oh, and nice. DVF has designed the tree. Yes. They have a different designer do it every year. The tree in their lobby. And I mean, it is not a Christmas tree. It's like... It looks like a kind of fairy tale. Yeah, totally. It's like this silvery, willowy thing. And um, every branch has like little mirror discs on it. So it's like catching the light. And like, Mm. it's very, very festive, but also very, very chic. And I feel like that would be my thing. There's actually a white company. It's this six foot tall white branch thing. And all the branches have fairy lights on them. That is like exactly what I want. As I say, if I could store it the rest of the year, I don't think it can live in the house in like July. What about other decorations? Heather, Astrid, tinsel? No, absolutely I not. don't like tinsel. Fairy lights? If done tastefully. On the tree, and that's it. Just mm. kind of hidden. Do you like coloured lights or just white lights? I don't mind. I think mine are white just because they were the cheapest whenever I decided to buy them. Yeah. I'm not adverse to coloured ones because of everything else being coloured. Yeah, so. I like coloured ones. Oh, I find coloured lights deeply offensive. <laughs> <laughs> that was in my wedding <laughs> When I do well. put mine up, I'm going to send you a photo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think <laughs> I will. <laughs> no, no, no. I completely get the Christmasiness of it um, but you've got to live with it haven't you you've got to go with what you're happy with yeah okay let's move on to Christmas food I feel like Georgie next week she's going to try and talk about Christmas stuff and everyone's yeah. going to be like nope talked about that last week sorry Georgie <laughs> Christmas food Mina Holland our fabulous contributor wrote a piece on her Christmas table highlights I love that have you guys been enjoying in the weekend papers over the last few weeks as well they've been starting to like accrue different recipes yeah. from all the different mm. chefs yeah. which personally that is like Christmas porn to me like how yeah. the different people cook they're different <laughs> we're accruing one ourselves at the oh, moment are we? to go next week so. what is that like how to cook a turkey or just yeah generally? with like various different chefs 
chefs, like how to do the turkey, how to make the best roast potatoes. Oh, amazing. Those, oh, good. I can yeah, those kind of things. Um, great. Well, the Times only did one as well this weekend, so you can look at the Times one all this year. Like <laughs> so Mina wrote about her five highlights that will be on her table. This included sprouts, quince, bread sauce. I know, again, bread sauce has had a lot of airtime in the Shearlights mm-hmm. office over the last few weeks. So what I want to know is what are your guys' Christmas table highlights? Do you have anything that's a little bit different to the usual? We always have the most amazing stuffing. Actually, I think we've already talked about this in the podcast. Please do again. I can talk about stuffing. Uh, (laughs) Pork fillet, like slow cooked, so it's all kind of like shreds, melts in your mouth, cooked with chestnuts Mm. and bacon and all the delicious things. Yeah, that sounds Mm. lovely. Mm. It's actually like a million times better than the turkey. Yeah, we do goose every year. Uh, Goose. Goose, yeah. Mm. Turkey's shit. I agree, turkey's shit. But goose is like... I feel like that's quite hard to cook and quite fatty, isn't the pro- it? Yeah, the it problem is with you get very little meat off yeah. a, even a large goose. Yeah, mm. it doesn't go very far, but it is delicious. Good gravy. Good gravy yeah. and good potatoes. Mm. The meat's so much Oh, nicer. yeah. yeah. But, I mean, we had pretty big goose last year and I think there were eight of us and it kind of just did, did a... Like, just. Yeah. And not even, like, well. It's not like, yeah, ooh, yeah. all this meat. Um, <laughs> with yeah. that stuffing on the side, I don't think anyone can. Mm. Yeah, real. Mm. Pascal, any foodie traditions at your house? No, apart from my dad normally makes it every year and he gets very angry and I feel like that's the only solid tradition we have. <laughs> what? Just being angry. Just being angry. <laughs> I'm sorry. But is in He's great. like, there's nothing food-wise that I'm right. like, this is great. He just does a normal Christmas dinner. I'd say my boyfriend does a better one. Ooh. We had one yesterday Ooh. and it was Chicken. amazing. <laughs> but the amount of stress that goes into my dad's one, I feel like I have to enjoy it because I'm like, <laughs> it's really great. Like the pressure just rises. He's just like, to start with, he's really happy. And then by like hour two, you can just hear him going, shit. <laughs> From the kitchen. I was like, shit. <laughs> and we just kind of had to ignore it. Merry like, Christmas. Oh, what's going many, so wrong? How many people is he catering for usually? Just the three of us. Three? Yeah. That's not a lot of people. Yeah. I think because he just cooks for himself normally, he's like, oh. pressure. Bless <laughs> him. I thought it was going to be for like 15 people. No. And, then, and then afterwards, he just falls asleep on the sofa and his top comes up. Oh, which great. is a very dad thing but we're going out for Christmas dinner this year oh lovely just so he's like doesn't cause Bit him like, the absolute stress so <laughs> Marino Lachlan who is the food critic for the Times in last week's Times wrote a piece about going out for Christmas Day mm. said that she heard book shit for kind of for similar reasons or just because it was going to be a kind of smaller family gathering so they wanted to do something just a bit different to staying in and she was a bit nervous so she tweeted asking for people's experiences so she said that the majority of the feedback she got on Twitter was really negative whether that was the reasons why people went out or whether it was because their experiences were really mm-hmm. negative but actually we've often gone out on Christmas Day and I think it's really lovely like exactly as you say it really takes the pressure yeah. off one person having to deliver and as long as you pick wisely then I think it can be really nice yeah like I have to say I'm not looking forward to it that much I prefer to stay at home only because like I like going out on Christmas Eve and I'm going to have a mega hangover and mm. I don't want to put clothes on I mean not that I, <laughs> hold on not that I spend it naked with my family you mean I, I don't want to change out of my pyjamas mm. And it's quite expensive, but it's just something different. We'll see how it goes, I yeah. think. And it could be really nice. Exactly. You've got yeah. to mix these things up, haven't you? Heather, what about you? 
any interesting food traditions? I don't think. Yeah, I don't think it's anything interesting. It's always yeah the classics, Mm. but everyone just kind of pitches in, and I really enjoy it. This year we're going out as well, actually, because my granddad's not very well, and we're all kind of piling into his. And we did it before when my grandma wasn't well, Mm. because even though we could have like put her on the sofa to stay there, we're doing the cooking. She still kept like coming in. Oh, what can I do? It's like just easier to kind of be like, right, let's all go out. But again, it was just kind of an overpriced thing in a sort of soulless hotel ballroom in Grimsby. So yeah, it wasn't like the most amazing meal out. And I think... It was quite nice in a way because there are lots of other families there mm. and everyone's in a good mood and, you know, everyone's pretty jovial. But generally, I just find it, yes. Yeah, I don't know, when you're actually then back at the house, there's nothing to do almost because Christmas is a day where you don't really do very oh, much. Oh, that's when we so, get out the cheese. Yeah. That's, no, that, that's yeah. cheese time. Yep. That's true. I don't know. It just felt like we were kind of waiting around a lot. Yeah, like, I get before that. Before we then went out and then when we came back, it was like, so... I don't know. Yeah. I find it a bit odd and we are doing that again this year. But the plus side of that, though, is that it breaks up the day a bit, like because we're staying in this year which we don't normally do yeah. we booked to go out for Boxing Day lunch yeah. mm. because otherwise like we, rock, yeah, we yeah. rock up at my parents and like the afternoon of the 24th and then what you're supposed to stay there until the night of the 26th that's, that's yeah. like you're all going to go a bit stir crazy on top of each other yeah cabin yeah. fever <laughs> everybody in one house not leaving for 48 hours like when would that ever happen ever? yeah no I it agree wouldn't. I agree so I think it's quite a good yeah. thing I not complaining at all no, you guys I do it. like cooking it myself true it does it deprives you of the cooking but maybe for some people that's that's not always also deprived of the washing up so all good exactly yeah Heather you mentioned that it was our Christmas party last Wednesday still feeling the effects of it I think some people are but if you still have yours to come then I suggest you consult our guide to office Christmas party etiquette it's one of the biggest events in the workplace calendar but it often divides opinion with over half of Brits confessing they avoid the festivities completely the fear of committing a faux pas in front of their colleagues so we chatted to etiquette experts to Brett's for the do's and don'ts to memorize before the Prosecco hits this says Astrid top tip for a successful Christmas party I mean, you really just turn up. <laughs> yes, you turn up. Unless you're I think these are all good rules. Asshole, like, that's all you kind of have to do. <laughs> it's not that hard, is it? Well, what about things like embracing the dress code? Like, you've kind of got a responsibility to dress up, be on good form. I don't think it's just a matter of being there with, like, a sullen look on your face. Yeah. yeah no trainers. No. Mm. I think you've got to get involved as well. That's the biggest thing. Yeah, I guess it's difficult for us because we're quite a small team and we work, like, very collaboratively. So, like, it's fun. But mm. if, I guess if you work in a massive office mm. and, you know, you don't know, like, Gary from a yeah. <laughs> like it's a bit weird yeah because you're just kind of going out with people you don't really like yeah, or no, know. that's really weird no not that you don't like them but you know what I mean you might not like them if you work in an office like 150 people you're probably not going to like yeah. them like you exactly I don't know our Christmas parties are always pretty fun aren't they yeah they are fun yeah, yeah and no great disasters yeah Pascal what about you rules for nailing the Christmas party and not embarrassing yourself I think that's probably the key not embarrassing yourself <laughs> I don't think anyone embarrasses themselves at our Christmas party no. but I have been to Christmas parties like in my old job the end of the company was always like the worst person wow I remember one time Ollie came to pick me up from our Christmas party like on the way from his and he came in and my MD was like she just saw him she like grabbed him by the shoulder grabbed me by the shoulder started crying and was just like you just need to look after each other but she was just saying it over and over again for like <laughs> 10 minutes and I managed to get away and I left Ollie and when I looked at him she just had her head on his shoulder and was just crying he'd never met her before wow. she's like she trod on my feet so many times <laughs> okay so not embarrassing yourself is key not sobbing into employees boyfriend's shoulders yeah and I, I feel mm. like when you work with men as well if you're like single 
you can get a bit flirty mm. and I think you have to rein that in yeah because you can make a mistake yeah mm. and you could like just embarrass yourself like and my boyfriend's Christmas party last year there was a girl and she started on like that day or the day before and she just got so drunk she propositioned like five people oh. in the company <laughs> She went up to my boyfriend and was like, I think you should come home with me. <laughs> and he was like, no. <laughs> but I was like, imagine the next day yeah, just having yeah, to go in there well. and like face like these five people just like holding hands with one guy and he was kind of like... <laughs> also like word gets round. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And like on your first day, it's like, that's your reputation just yeah, gone. Awful. If I was like that, like if I knew I was going to be that drunk and like outrageously flirtatious, I just wouldn't go to yeah. things like that. Yeah. Yeah, you'd have to like have a bit of self-awareness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's my main point is just don't embarrass yourself. Yeah. Just all of these stories just making me think of, yeah, previous Christmas parties <laughs> past, again in a much bigger office with uh, men and women and yeah the amount of inappropriate snogging that would go on <laughs> crying in the toilets other things in the toilets <laughs> one time like the boss fell out of a moving taxi <laughs> he was that drunk and uh, yeah basically had to come into work the next day with like this massive nose oh, thing no. on oh, and like God. yeah and everyone knew what had happened but he like said that he'd like walked into a door or something even though everyone had kind of you seen like, it happen sure, we all saw <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> onto that curve and yeah another the time the uh, head of account started throwing lit church candles around the bar oh got my kicked God. out like yeah it was a, so aggressive I think ours was quite good because it kind of started at half five six o'clock whereas other ones I've been on and I was talking to my friends about it over the weekend they're kind of ones where you go out for lunch mm, and then keep it just going, keeps going, going and yeah, going yeah. and yeah. you know everyone's kind of gone by six o'clock when everyone else is just coming into the bar for a nice after yeah. work drink and mm. you've suddenly got sort of 50 very drunk people Walkers, there yeah. so yeah lots of Christmas party faux pas I think yeah <laughs> you might learn time. what's right and what's wrong is by going to the Christmas parties being like oh well, I wouldn't do that yes yeah, yeah like, I don't want to be that person yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> but um, yeah I do think yeah embrace the dress code Pace yourself. Pace yourself, good one. My Not favorite... one I necessarily did on her Wednesday yeah. myself. <laughs> <laughs> My favourite is the circulate and socialise one. It actually says it's the perfect place to impress and network. I didn't mean it in quite such a cynical way, but I just think, yeah. like, I came away from our one feeling really kind of upbeat because it was such a lovely opportunity to talk to people we don't normally talk yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really yeah. I definitely yeah. And, and to kind of spend time with everyone and there's nothing worse than that person who kind of sits in the corner just talking to one person. I think it's yeah. really good. And people remember that as well, don't they? Like, you want to be that person who seemed like they were up for it. Yeah. And that doesn't have to mean you were the person doing those shots yeah I like how it says yeah. keep it upbeat and general ask about families children and holidays avoid money politics and sex oh, like imagine just going up to like someone in a different department <laughs> should we talk about sex yeah exactly how sex yeah that would be weird. how did you vote in the <laughs> yeah. and how much money do you earn? but also <laughs> love yeah. that go up to the accounts how much do we all earn yeah. Um, yeah. yeah I like the kind of don't leave early as well which I know sometimes you have that to was it was yeah. <laughs> one for next year but also, I live very far away from it, yeah it was very very far from, <laughs> for us North Londoners that's yeah. very true I didn't leave like obscenely early no but also first. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> apparently after I left there were a few people that were like yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone was like you're going to hold the press you said a good precedent oh, and this is my favourite actually definitely don't show up yeah. late the next day it doesn't matter how drunk you are there is absolutely no excuse actually for... the golden rule is yes. it next day go and get the whole team Turkish eggs oh yeah 
Oh yeah, that yeah. Was we a actually one. we smashed the we next smashed day. It. Well yeah. done, You're guys. Team. Well, if you have your Christmas party still to come, then do check out our list and don't drink too much. I think that's all we've got time for, and that's all I've got time for for this year. Oh. Thanks for listening, everyone. There will still be a podcast next week, don't you know? But if you enjoyed that, please do rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends, and a very merry Christmas. See you next time. Goodbye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.